Good Monday morning, folks. It's Flagship Rebranded here to get your week off to a great start. We're actually starting on time today. Multiple takes, but still, we're getting it done. Rick looks like he's in a hurry to get things going, so I'll pass it off to him. Hey, folks. Just to get this picture really clear in y'all. So that's the third take that Rebecca has said this morning. And she's looked at me, she's going, you look eager to get going. And if anybody actually knows me, they're going to be laughing their ass off because the only time I'm eager to do anything is to go drive something. Otherwise, most of the time I'm pretty chill. If not, I just don't care. So I think it's funny that she's got this thing about me being an eager person this Monday morning and Maybe it's because I got a busy day booked. Maybe it's because who knows what. But regardless, let us get on, shall we, Rebecca? What do you think? Sounds good, Rick. All right. So how was your weekend? It was great. We went to the boat show. Did we? We did. Oh. So lots of boats. It wasn't very busy, so that was great. Benefit of going on a Friday. Yes. And I learned a lot, saw a lot, spent a lot. All the beauties of having a boat. It was a great weekend. And uh, Sherry, Rebecca, and I, and myself, we had a good day Friday and you know, busy working Saturday and road trip on Sunday. And uh, here we are Monday, starting the week off. Over the weekend, I had a conversation with a, with a man who's a client of mine. I had a conversation about a few hours earlier with an aunt of mine. And this aunt, yeah, she lives a long ways away, but you know, I have a beautiful relationship with her, and I almost think of her as a second mother. And I really do love and respect this human being. And we were talking about, like, what has happened? Because we were talking about people around her, her passing away and family fighting and wills and estates and money. And, and we, were just, we were just talking away about, about people in general. And, and it was ironic because partway through this conversation, Literally, she'd got three phone calls. She was like, I need to take this phone call. And I'm like, perfect, because I literally just arrived outside this building. I got to run in, pick up a few things. And so while I was waiting in line to pay, this idea went through my head that, that the person that I'm talking to, we're talking back and forth about what has happened to people. And, and folks, I have... <laughs> 25 years ago, likely it was, uh, one day she said to me, she said... I, you know, she was, she was financially going to do something extreme. And I looked at her back then. And I said to her, there isn't a chance in hell that's going to happen. You don't have enough money today. You're never going to have enough money. And the beautiful thing is, right, like I'm 57. So take 25 years ago, you know, I'm in my late 20s. And I'm looking at this accomplished human being. And I'm saying to her, you can't do that. Did she get her knickers in a knot? Nope. Did she stop talking to me? Nope. Because I, what I said to her was not personal. If I said to you, hey, you've lost a lot, of, you've gained a lot of weight right down through your legs and now your, your ski boots don't fit. And I, I don't know what to do to make these buckles because the buckles just won't do up. That is a statement about weight, not about you as a human being. When I made the statement to my aunt about money, it was a statement about money. It was not a statement about her. And the beautiful thing is, 
is that she had the ability, and I've always had the ability, because she has told me some things that I am doing some dumbass stuff, I'm being ridiculous, I'm being, again, and she has had some really, really harsh, cold things to say to me. But I have always known that what she has said to me is not personal. It is about the moment. And she's always, whether it's just through phonetics or whether it's just natural or whatever. And then we got talking about this. That when her and I speak to each other, I know that she loves me. And I know that she wants the best for me. And I know that she is going to convey to me what is in her heart and she may say something, and then I'll say, "Okay, so what are you talking? Are you talking about me, or are you talking about what we're talking about?" Because I want to clarify: Are you personally attacking me or not, or are you actually talking about a subject? So when I came out of the store and we got back on it, and we got back talking together, and and we chatted for another three quarters of an hour while I did the rest of my drive, and we had this beautiful moment of conversation where. It's not personal. If I say to somebody, you're being the C word, in that moment, the actions and activities are being a C word. If I am being the most miserable son of a bitch you've ever met, ever, and you tell me that, I will go okay. I self-identify as a high-maintenance drama queen. I get that there is a dramatic high-maintenance side to me. It's really funny because people are almost afraid because if they hear a negative thing, they are guaranteeing themselves that more negativity is going to come their way. And the reality is it's not. What we are doing here is we are having a conversation. And like I said, she made a statement about finances. I knew a lot about what she was talking about. I, I knew a lot of details about it as well. And I said to her, that is not possible. You can, because again, I had an idea financially where she stood. So it's not like I was just randomly just spouting off because I wanted to spout off. But even if I was, she still always knows and knew, and I know, and I always have known that when she is talking to me, she is not talking to me about all of me. She's talking about this moment. And people, let me reassure you, everybody, including me, and I got both hands up in the air, absolutely, for sure, myself, I have done lots of stupid things in my life. Not foolish things. Flat out, I should have known better. I All I had to do is give it a half a second of thought. And absolutely, for sure, there's no doubt in my mind. I've done some things I should be called out for. The irony, and again, what we were talking about is about how people walk away. And it's really funny how funerals, what we were talking about with some of the people who I haven't seen in decades who showed up to the visitation for my mom. She hasn't seen these people in decades. And I'm like, and I'm going to connect with these people. And the irony is, she has a thought in the back of her head. I have a thought in the back of my head about where this is going to go. But the fact is, I don't know. And the fact is, I won't know 
until I actually put myself out and, and try to connect with people. And again, it's this beautiful irony that we're living in this age now where, again, I've had people just truly chew me a new asshole and I have continued to try to be there for them. I've continued to try to be supportive to them. I've tried to do all kinds of things for them. Never once ever saying, hey, by the way, what you chewed me out for really wasn't anything to do with me. But the fact is that, again, people will put out tons of negativity towards you and you will understand that they are frustrated in a moment. But the irony is, and this kind of goes in line with the people-pleasing that we did uh, last week, the irony is, is that when we sit there and we actually really think about what's going on, again, what they want, they want us to be people-pleasing, they do not want us to be authentic, and they do not want us to actually have a limit. And, you know, what my aunt said to me, she said, well, it really always sounds like, as we kept talking about different situations, she said, it sounds like jealousy. And I said, perhaps. It sounds like lots of things. And again, perhaps. But one of the most beautiful things out of that conversation is that whether it's jealousy, whether it's whatever, most importantly, it's from their imagination. That the boogeyman is real and the boogeyman is coming for them. And I'm going to say that again. The most beautiful thing that came out of that conversation was that people whether it be their imagination, whether it be jealousy, it did not matter because both of those things, 100%, come out of their imagination. I had a, an Indigenous Studies prof when I was going to Waterloo. Deanna was from British Columbia, and she was finishing up her PhD at uh, Laurier, and then she was, she was teaching a bit at Waterloo. And we talked about this idea of different people from different places. And she said, you know, you go to a reservation in British Columbia and they think Six Nations uh, streets are paved in gold and that they get everything absolutely that they want, that the government just does everything for them. And and she said, when she came here, people of Six Nations think that the reservation's out west. That's just an idea that's just a simple, simple example of going, well, why don't you go out there and visit it? No, no, no. That's too far away. No, 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 don't want to go. No, 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 don't. I don't want to actually check in. And so the second you hear negativity, you just shut the people down. And you go, oh, my word, this can't be. And it's not a negativity about you. It is a negativity about something in the moment. But we, again... We, we are so driven by this need and this overcompensation that we have to push and push and push certain agendas through. And as we push these agendas along, one of the horrible, horrible things that comes out of that, again, is this, this idea that what we're putting out, we have to stomp on suddenly. And that's where we've stopped learning. As a society, because if you cannot say to someone that what is happening is real, here's a teachable, here's something that can be learned, here's something that can be done. If we can't do that, 
because we are so afraid of the person losing their mind or we're so afraid of negativity coming our way or further negativity it's really sad because I'm going to just put the cards all out on the table I remember once getting together with a lady who I just I'd always admired the hell out of her we started to date a little tiny bit and then she said something to me that really 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 Man, it just dug in and it hurt. And and it really belittled me. And so I kind of pulled back a bit. And her comment back was, well, apparently you're out of this, so we're done. Boom, done. And I'm like, mm, I, I don't see it that way. I wanted to have a conversation. But that's the type of things that we do now all the time. It's the second we hear or we see, or we sense something, instead of delving in deeper, because quite frankly, nobody is a complete and absolute, in all likelihood, there is the odd sociopath, so please, you know, let me just put that out there. But honestly, folks, most people, it's misunderstandings, and it's misunderstandings created in our own mind, in our own delusion. Delusion about finances, delusion about opportunity, delusion about all kinds of things. On the weekend, we uh, we made a bit of a road trip because one of the things that uh, Rebecca has been trying to eye up is, is a gift for me. And one of the things that she wanted to do, she knows that I, I like trains. And so um, she had thought that what she would do is, is get a G-scale train and, and get our logo, the, the podcast logo, and, and get the writing and, and get all the stuff going down this train. And so she found this stuff on online and, and she's like, it's a bit out of my budget, but I really do think it's great. Can we all go for a road trip? And then while we're there, we're, we're, we're talking about, and again, Sherry, Rebecca and myself, we're talking about what do we do here? How do we you know, pull this stuff together? And again, it's a bit out of my budget. Doesn't matter, let's go. Great idea, thank you for thinking about, thank you for doing this, thank you, thank you. It's about having the courage to have the conversation instead of shutting it down in your own head. And again, it's so funny how often that's what we get. We get these people who just shut us down. We didn't start with a song. We didn't start with a song because, quite frankly, um, I got sidetracked. Rebecca got sidetracked. We got kittens coming and going. But we are going to end with a song. When Tomorrow Starts Without Me is actually a poem. And this poem is something that is said or thought of a lot around funerals. It's accredited to a guy by the name of David Romano. And there's this young uh, duo that we found a musical version uh, Trey Penley uh, featuring Lexi Penley. Uh, and I really want you to listen to this song. Because for everybody, there is going to come a day when tomorrow is not going to come for you or for somebody else. I've mentioned my Uncle Dan. My Uncle Dan, I, I, he, he passed away in, in January of, of uh, 98. I've missed him every day since. And there's people who said to me, 
why would a relationship with him matter to you? And I said, because it does. He's a living, breathing part of my history. I remember learning to swim in this pool. I remember all kinds of things. And I respect the relationship that I have with him. Do I admire everything? No. But do I respect what I respect? Absolutely. And so when things like the, the conversation with my aunt comes along, I can say, and I've said this before, and Rebecca and I and Sherry and I, and, and I even think between Rebecca and Sherry, there's lots of times that they talk about all kinds of uh, things that are going on in the business and the podcasts and marketing. And, and believe me, folks, there's a lot of stuff going on and it consumes immense amount of our time. But we always try to remember that wherever the person is coming from, it is not about them as a person. It is about where the person is at. And that is not to give people the ability for me to walk in and say, oh, you piece of shit. No, I can't do that. I could say it in jest, kidding, maybe. Mm, maybe not. But for sure, what I have to do is I have to be aware that they are going to have bad days. I'm going to have bad days. And that, you know what, when tomorrow starts without me, it's going to be okay because I'm not going to be leaving any pages unturned. And I'm not going to be leaving any stones unturned. In any relationship, I'm not going to be the one who, who walks away and not show up. I'm going to do what I can when I can. Can I be there necessarily as much as people may want me to be? The answer to that is absolutely no. But when tomorrow starts without me, which again, it's gonna, it's gonna happen one day. And when it does, I don't want one tear to be shed because I didn't do the right thing by trying to step up to the plate. And folks, that is so true. The sun is still going to come up in the morning. The world is still going to spin. We can nuke ourselves all out of existence. This ball is still going to keep spinning. We, we are just dust in the wind. We are just a speck in time. And if you can find it within yourself to let go of grudges, to let go of those hurt feelings, and, and if people can creep back in, man, let it happen. 
If the wounds are too deep, let go of the grudge, let go of those thoughts, let go of those ideas. Because when tomorrow starts without me, the sun is still going to come up. Y'all have a beautiful, beautiful, peaceful Monday. Hey, it's Rick Sherwood here again, Black Sheep Rebranded. And for Sherry, Rebecca, and myself, thank you very much for tuning in. And again, this is not a substitute for mental health. What this is is inspired, hopefully, for you to have a conversation about some new ideas, for you to think about things a little bit different, for you to have a little bit better positivity in your life, for you to actually, truly have the best Monday that you can have. And so again, everything on this uh, podcast is proprietary. But we do appreciate you tuning in and we love your feedback. So keep it coming. Y'all be good.